Welcome to Artistic Accomplices. I'm your host, Eric Scott, and this is the podcast that's all about art, creativity, and learning. We all could use a little creative nudge every now and then, something that will prod us, encourage us, and give us a shot of inspiration. Well, Artistic Accomplices is the podcast that does just that. It gives you small doses of motivation and creative encouragement. So as you make, create, play, and live, I'm here to share my thoughts on art, creativity, and learning. I'm also going to interview artists, writers, educators, and much, much more. So like the gym buddy that motivates you to hit the gym on a regular basis, Artistic Accomplices is that little voice in your ear telling you to hit the studio or to pull out the paints or to pick up the pen. Thank you so much for joining me today. Let's dive into today's episode. Thank you so much for joining me once again on the Artistic Accomplices website. I'm Eric Scott, and I'm here to share some ideas with you. Um, to be honest, I'm a little bit uh, out of sorts with this episode. Um, part of it is because I'm a bit of a procrastinator. Uh, I bet a lot of you could can relate to that. Uh, I, I don't mean to be, but uh, somehow time often will slip by and I just don't know where it's gone. And so I realized like, oh, it's the day before I want to release a new episode and I haven't recorded it yet. So um, I'm in my studio now and uh, I'm really tired because today was the first day of a new summer class that I that I'm teaching. And I was sitting in my house thinking, oh, I'm really tired. I just maybe I won't record the podcast, but I I talked myself into it. So I'm trying to psych myself up here and uh, trying to to lift up my energy so that I don't sound so tired. And I wanted to share something with you. And I wasn't really too sure what that was going to be. That was the other part of the procrastination that I hadn't even done any of. The preparation for it uh, just to kind of let you in a little behind the scenes usually what I do is I sit down uh, one day one afternoon and I sort of outline the episode what do I want to talk about what are the key points I don't write a script um, hopefully you get get the feeling that I'm not reading anything and I'm just kind of speaking to you um, and that's how I like it I don't want to be reading something uh, word for word and so I come up with an outline I come out to the studio and I sit down in front of the microphone and I start talking and I use that outline to kind of keep myself on track and I didn't even have a chance to really do that so I was sitting in the house trying to think like okay um, I want to I want to record a podcast and it's getting late and I'm tired and I'm thinking oh I don't want to do it and maybe I'll just close my eyes and take a nap and then I talk myself into coming out here and I I sort of outlined something a little bit and I like I said I wasn't even really sure what I wanted to talk about but then I realized that my procrastination and my kind of struggle to get out here ties in perfectly with what I want to talk about and it ties in perfectly with today because today was that first day of 
a class that I was teaching, a, a summer program for high school students where they come and they do art for two full weeks. And one of the things that I talked about today with the students was how do you get started? How do you begin? And sometimes that is by overcoming the inertia of things like laziness and procrastination. And you just, I, I hate to use this. It's such a cliche, but it's such a part of our, our culture. Sometimes you have to do like Nike said, and you just do it. You know, you just have to do it. And that's what I did. I just said, you know what? I'm doing it. I'm, I'm going out there and I'm going to try to muster up some energy from somewhere. And I am going to be here to record this so I can get back on track because with my trip to England a few weeks ago, I kind of got off track a bit. And um, a couple weeks ago, I was able to record that episode with my good friend Steve. And I want to get back into that rhythm, back into that. So um, how do you get started? Well, how do you get started with your art, uh, your creative endeavor, that, that thing that you want to do? So in previous episodes, I've talked about, I've talked about, you know, these these rules that I have for making art, for getting in the studio, uh, using that as kind of a guideline. But even then, you know, how, how do you specifically get started on things? Um, I've talked about creativity and the creative myths and the creative blocks that we encounter and how we often sort of talk ourselves out of, of our own creativity, out of our own desire to to make and create things um, so let's say that you have sort of talked yourself into making and creating and and you have some materials and you want to to do something creative you want to uh, learn an instrument you want to make some art you want to sing you want to dance so how do you start that how do you begin that because if you are coming at this later in life, um, it can be a little bit daunting, overwhelming, and you might just feel like you're spinning your wheels, that you really like, I don't know where to begin. And that can be another way of resisting our own creativity. I don't know where to begin, so I just won't begin. So I want to talk about a little bit of uh, some advice. This is kind of random. It's in no particular order. Like I said, I didn't have a chance to sit down and think it through and come up with all these awesome points, but I just wanted to sit down and and talk about this today. Um, so how do you begin? Well, first of all, you have to make that commitment. You have to decide, I'm going to do it. You, you just have to do that. So that involves a, a few things. First of all, you need to make the time. So I, when I was talking about rules, I talked about showing up, that you have to, uh, if you have to, make a schedule. Say that I'm going to get up every morning at 5.30 and I'm going to write. Or I'm going to go into the kitchen uh, you know, every Sunday and I'm going to bake cookies until I, I become the best cookie baker that I can. Um, you have to set aside that time, maybe schedule some time. Uh, you might have to set up a space. 
So whether it's a studio or whether it's a table in, in your house uh, or the kitchen counter, you know, certain things um, kind of demand certain spaces. So if you're going to bake or cook, of course, you're going to be in your kitchen. But setting up your space is not just about having that space. It's about getting together or, or uh, gathering together your materials, your things, the things that you're going to need. And, at, you know, yeah, if you're baking, you're going to need certain ingredients and you need to go out and buy those. It's kind of hard to bake cookies if you don't have flour and sugar and all those other things that you need to bake cookies. It just doesn't work. Now, if you're wanting to get into art or writing, it might be a little bit easier because, oh, in order to write, I just need a pen and some paper or I can sit down with my on my computer and I can type or uh, if I'm if I'm wanting to learn art, uh, I just again need a pen, a pencil, a piece of paper, and I can get started with drawing. So, uh, don't overload yourself with with materials and thinking that you have to go out and buy a ton of stuff when you really don't. Kind of think about what do you need? What's the minimum that you need to make? So, um, you know, making that commitment, setting up some time, setting up a space. Uh, getting your materials, gathering all that stuff together, and uh, then you just, you have to show up, and you have to make that commitment. If you decide I'm going to get up early in the morning, and I'm going to sit and write for an hour, but then morning comes and your alarm goes off and you hit snooze, and you're like, you know what, five more minutes, and then snooze come or the alarm goes off again, you hit snooze again, and before you know it. An hour has gone by and then you decide like, hey, I think I'll just sleep in because I'm just too tired. Uh, you're not you're not making the commitment then. Um, so I always think about how life is filled with one of these days I'm going to do this or uh, only when these circumstances are right am I going to do that. And again, this this is a way that we can resist our own creativity. This is a way that we can keep ourselves from creating, keep ourselves from taking that creative risk. But we do, we have to make that commitment. We have to decide this is what I want to do. Then I'm going to dedicate the time, the space and the materials to doing it. You, you just do it. You, you can't make art if you're not going to commit to making art. And for me today, that was really difficult for me to make that commitment to come out here into the studio and sit down and speak in the microphone. I really just felt like, oh, I'm so tired. I just want to close my eyes and, and I'll take a nap and uh, maybe I'll do it later. And I just kicked myself in, in the pants and said, nope, you're going out there and you're going to do this because you've made that commitment. You've said every other week you're going to to release a new episode. And I did that on purpose. Whenever I was considering how do I want to do this, I deliberately, deliberately said I will do it every two weeks because I think doing it every week, at least to begin with, may be a little overwhelming. And I know myself, I tend to procrastinate, but kind of sticking to that notion like I want to be out here recording this getting this out every couple weeks and so here I am I've shown up I've made that commitment so the second kind of uh, bit of advice 
again, this is in no particular order, but this one kind of feels like it's kind of the number two that after you make that commitment, you've shown up, now what? Uh, one of the big things that I do as an artist is that I play and I explore. I sit down as a visual artist and I see what can happen with the materials that I have. Um, if it's a new material, like whenever I first first got into doing polymer clay, I didn't know exactly how to use it. So I had to sit down and work with it and try it out. Now you might be sitting there going, oh yeah, but that's okay. You're an artist. You already have like these basic skills, but you have to start somewhere. And I always think of it like, like swimming that, uh, if you ever see kids swim, you know, hopefully they've got the life vest on or the floaties or whatever they have. But a lot of times, especially if they just go full gonzo and they just run and they dive in the pool, then they learn how to swim. You know, it's, it's that, that notion of being thrown into the deep end and learning how to swim. So I, I kind of feel sometimes like with, with creativity, we need to do that. We need to, need to throw ourselves into the deep end and kind of learn. And, you know, so I, I, we do that by, okay, I'm in my studio. Oh, let me get paper. Let me just get started. And when we are playing and exploring, we're doing it in a way that allows us to try things out without that pressure. So going back to some of those creative blocks that I talked about before, that judgment can get in a way. So if we are very judgmental and critical of ourselves and we're criticizing what we're doing and not giving ourselves the room to play and explore, we're not going to get very far. So if we go into it, with that attitude like hey i'm just beginning here i don't expect this to be a masterpiece i just want to see what does this pencil do what what color is this really uh if i paint this down and what happens if i mix this color and that color and what happens if i do this and so when i think about this idea of playing and exploring um it's really about trial and error it's about trying different things to see what happens um, maybe that's a little bit more difficult in the kitchen uh, or when you're learning to play music. But I know when I've tried to teach myself certain instruments, I have just sat down and I've started plucking away at the keys on the piano or at the strings of the guitar, or I just started blowing in random holes of the harmonica. And I, I'm trying to figure out some things. Um, I always think of video games. Um, whenever I was a kid, you know, that's when video games first came into the homes. Uh, I had the uh, Atari 2600, and I, I remember we would get these video games. And, of course, you know, they always had these instruction booklets, but who reads the instructions? And you just put in the game, and you start playing it. You figure it out as, as you go. And I think that's the way a lot of creative work is, especially at the beginning. When you're trying to learn it, when you're trying to figure it out, you just start figuring it out as you go. You learn as you go. Um, you know, you could do a lot of research. You can get a lot of, a lot of books and read through it. You can watch uh, tutorials, but until you actually pick up a pen and put it to paper and start writing or start drawing, or until you pick up a guitar and start strumming the strings, you really don't know anything about it. 
and by picking random melodies on the guitar, by plucking out uh, different notes on the piano, by going in and, and putting different flavors together and just seeing what happens, uh, that can be a great learning process. And thinking about children, children learn through play. So they just start, hey, what happens with this? And so this notion of play, and a lot of times we, we belittle the idea of play, that play is not a serious thing. And especially as adults, like, oh, you know, we, we are adults. We shouldn't be playing. And it's like, well, I think as adults, we are the ones that need to play most of all. We need to, to try things, to have some fun, um, but then also to learn because play is serious learning. And that's how um, kids especially learn best. And so as you are exploring, as you are experimenting and you're trying out whatever it is that you want to do, my piece of advice is to, you know, try to try to be childlike. Try to remember what it was like to if you ever see a child drawing and just the wonder that's in their eyes and the excitement of of being able to to produce something that that you are thinking about and to show it, um, there's such a, a a sense of wonder there, a sense of excitement, um, and you and I think you need to ask yourself a lot, like, well, what if, what if I did this? What would happen if I put these two things together? What what would this look like? And again, trying to suspend that judgment, trying to kind of push that judgment away so that you're not sitting there saying oh this this really sucks oh this is really crappy oh this this really stinks you you'll talk yourself out of of doing anything so that notion of playing of being spontaneous of just trying things out not being too serious about it is a great way to get started especially if it's a new material if it's a, a new instrument, if it's a, a new idea, just kicking it around, as they say, and, and trying out all the different angles with it. So with that being said, when you are playing like that and you're, you're exploring and you're experimenting, it's important to kind of start small and realize that you can only start at the beginning, that you as a beginner cannot be further down the road and so by starting small, thinking about what you can do now with maybe the limited skills that you have is a good place to, to get started. It's a good stepping stone. It's a good beginning of this journey that you are about to undertake. So you might have these grand dreams of playing complicated symphonies or painting exquisite landscapes or creating delicious mouth-watering desserts um, but you probably don't have the experience especially if this is a, a new endeavor to do that right away yes you can follow a recipe to bake cookies or you can follow a recipe to make a certain project that you see online um, and you'll learn things from that, but 
that's not authentically yours. I've talked about that before in this podcast. Um, but it, it is a great way to learn, and I'm going to kind of come back to that uh, in my talk. But this idea of starting where you are, of starting at the beginning. And so if I really wanted to be a great portrait artist, yeah, I can start by, oh, let me start drawing people and faces and, and finding photographs, or I could build up my skills. I can learn the basics first by starting small. So instead of drawing people, which can be very complicated, and we have all these notions about, about you know, what eyes look like and what people's faces look like, I can start out by looking and building up those observational drawing skills by drawing small things, by drawing a flower, by drawing my set of keys, by setting up a small still life and learning how to draw what I am seeing and drawing it accurate, accurately and then work my way up. And I think part of that is also this notion of being successful. I think one of the reason that, reasons that a lot of people who are just starting out in creative endeavors like recipes is because they can follow it and be successful. So if I, I'm thinking about you know projects, I've talked about this before, about projects versus process. Uh, if there's a project, I know it can be done because somebody has already done it and they can give me the steps and then I can feel successful because I follow the steps and I, I made this thing that they wanted me to make. And so by starting small, we don't necessarily have to follow a recipe or a process or um, a very specific uh, sequence of events, but we can learn some things. We can, we can draw our keys. We can draw flowers. I mean, flowers are organic, so if we're not quite right with our proportion, not a big deal. We can still be successful. It can still look like that flower. But if you're really off with your proportions in a face, it shows. It doesn't look like that person that you're trying to draw, and you can get frustrated. Or you might not have the observational skills that it takes to really capture all the nuances and all the details and all the little curves and textures of the human face. And that's something that, that you could develop in time. But if you try that as your very first project, as your very first thing that you're drawing, you can get really frustrated. And that's the other thing is this, this notion of frustrating ourselves that we take on too much and we want to be further down that road than we are. Um, you know, there's that old saying that you, you have to learn to walk before you can learn to run. But then if you kind of go back, it's like, oh, well, you have to learn to take a step before you can learn to walk. You have to learn to stand before you can learn to take a step. You have to, you know, so there's all these things that you have to learn before you even get to, to walking or running and that there are all these sequence of of things that you have to master that you have to learn before you can do that so that's the same thing with any kind of creative endeavor is that yeah over time or after a certain amount of time you will have the skills and the techniques to achieve certain things and i'm not saying don't ever kind of aim for that but um those higher things those bigger things but 
be realistic with yourself and kind of start small and dive in to where you can feel a bit of success with these things and build up those basics and practice and practice and practice so that you can get better, that you can feel feel more skilled. Because remember, creativity is not necessarily part of being skilled. The creativity is a little bit separate from that. But yes, with any creative endeavor that you're trying to do, whether you're trying to make it as a living or you're just doing it as a hobby, you do want to be successful. You do want to be able to produce something. So if you're an amateur songwriter, you want to to be able to produce some kind of, of actual melody and song and and maybe, you know, some some nice lyrics to go with it. Um, but starting small and thinking about how you can build up those skills. So that, that's kind of kind of the, the I guess third piece of advice about you know getting started. So we can make that commitment. We can play, we can explore. Once we've kind of learned some of the basics through that, then we can start to master those basics and uh, by starting out with some small things and then building up, building from there. So those are, are a few things. Another thing is to take a class. So if, you're, if you want to learn how to bake, you might take a very basic introduction class to how to bake um, you know you might not want to take a class where you're learning very complicated techniques with things if you have not mastered the basics but there are a lot of introduction courses introductory courses um, that will teach the basics and I know for me as a visual arts instructor um, a lot of my classes are geared toward people of all levels so that if you're a beginner you'll you'll come in and you'll learn a lot of new techniques if you're more advanced then techniques are going to get reinforced but yet there's going to be enough new stuff there and enough advanced ideas to, to help you kind of push yourself forward um, so trying to find a class uh, if your if your goal is to be a potter or learn a little bit about pottery I know in my area at least that there are enough uh, clay studios and enough clay classes around that you can take a beginners pottery class and you can learn the basics of pottery now you're not going to get into all the firing and all the technical things but you're going to start learning those basics about wedging the clay and centering the clay and opening up the clay and, and pulling up the clay. And if you're sitting there going, I have no idea what those are, then you probably aren't a potter or probably haven't taken a pottery class. But those are all terms that deal with, with pottery. Um, so taking a class, you can really learn those basics. But, you know, just be careful. It is fine to take a class where there's a project and an end product in mind you can always learn stuff from that but be careful because sometimes instructors take very complicated notions and they break it down step by step and then it's like oh follow these steps and then you'll have this thing and then you're not you're not really learning the basics you're learning oh i have to follow these steps and follow these steps i always get this thing um 
So that, that's something that I would be a little bit leery about. Um, but like I said, you you can learn from anything like that. So, you know, you're taking a class, even if you're like, yeah, I don't really want to make that thing, but the techniques that they're going to be teaching look really interesting. And then I can apply that to my own art. I did that a lot. Um, so along with kind of taking a class, you can also think about those um, online tutorials or uh, books. So, you know, back whenever I really was getting into mixed media art, there weren't all that many videos online and, and YouTube was just sort of something that was in its beginnings and um, it was hard to find videos and things like that. So I, I looked at a lot of books and I looked at things and said, oh, that's really cool and I like the color and I like the technique and that's what I would do. I, I would use those projects, those things and learn the techniques. So, you know, that notion of, of taking a class, whether it's a formal class where you go and attend in person, or maybe it's an online class, or like I said, just as simple as a tutorial or even some kind of book that has some kind of projects in it. Those are all things that you can do to kind of help, help yourself out. Um, so that, I mean, that's kind of all the things I've sort of quickly outlined. And uh, right now I'm, I'm not really thinking of a whole lot of other things about getting started, but I just wanted to share a few little things, a few little nuggets with you so that you could be like, you know, I really want to dive in and I really want to get started, but I'm a little bit scared and, and uh, I'm not really sure. So hopefully, you know, one, one of these ideas, making that commitment of playing and exploring, of starting small or taking some kind of class or looking at some, some type of tutorials will kind of help just spark an idea, maybe that little be that little nudge that you need to be like, oh, I'm just going to sit down and I'm just going to start doodling. Or I'm going to go in the kitchen and pull out a recipe and, and try to make something. Um, again, the, the, the notion of this podcast is to be that little voice, that voice that, that is encouraging you. And that's what I want to do. And that's why I made that commitment. That's why I forced myself to come out here because I want to share and be that, that little voice of encouragement that will help you move forward with your creative endeavors. Um, so in, in future episodes, I'll talk more maybe I'll come back and, and revisit this notion and have something that's a little bit more planned out um, that goes into a little bit more explanation of things maybe I'll have episodes that kind of build on top of some of the things that I said but like I said I just wanted to have something kind of kind of quick uh, kind of uh, just to have something there put something out for you that that has some little value to it uh so anyway um i think that kind of wraps it up for me that's th this is always the weird part is like oh how do you wrap up a podcast and uh, i'm still kind of figuring that out but that's what i like about this i, I i'm this is this is me um uh, playing and exploring with this podcast medium i mean this is only the 13th episode so i'm still trying to figure out 
a whole lot of stuff. I don't feel like I've really mastered this uh, very well, but like I said, it's just me out here kind of sharing some ideas and trying to give you some of that encouragement so that you can feel comfortable with getting out there and doing the thing that you want to do. So um, as always, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for taking time out of your day, your evening, your morning, whenever it is that you're listening to this. And uh, thanks so much. And as always, happy creating. This has been Artistic Accomplices. I'm your host, Eric Scott. Thank you for joining me.